getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. 18 past 9, you are with SFM 104 to 107. Andre Flock is a conflict management specialist and uh, he works with the Conflict Resolution Centre. And we have him on the show at this time on a Saturday just to talk about how we resolve conflict, how we look at it in different ways. And particularly over the last couple of weeks, it uh, seems to be more and more critical as time goes by. Andre, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle and everyone. Andre, if we look at uh, the last couple of weeks, we have discussed this and we've focused on it. One of the things that's obviously coming out of uh, where we're at is um, the great issue um, of what's going on in Phoenix. And one can feel, obviously, that temperatures are rising on both sides of the fence, if one wants to call it that. So how does one look at a conflict of that nature, a conflict which is focused around racism and uh, or certainly accusations of racism, and how do we find a way forward? Does this take us back to the need for a second truth and reconciliation? Where does this take us? I think from a, from a big picture perspective, we that, as I tongue-in-cheek call it, the TRC, 2.0 um, is very necessary, and, and, and we must maybe spend some time on, on, on unpacking that. But situations like KwaZulu, um, Johannesburg, and, and now Phoenix is really, with, with all respect, it's, it's the result of so many um, wounds that, that have never healed. Um, and then we mix into that, we, we, we mix um, some pretty ineffective leadership. Um, how, to, how to deal with it? Uh, Certainly, in, in in a in a much more proactive manner, um, a more feet on the ground. The leaders must walk the streets. There, there must be visible presence. There must be, um, you know, you you get people, you isolate them, and you and you talk to them, and and, and you calm things down. There, there's so many relatively easy and relatively quick ways of of, of resolving this, and, and and I get the sense. I'm speaking to some of the people on the ground there, and, and I get the sense that, that none of the basics are being done at this stage. Um, it's, it's a case of policing, um, you know, meeting force with force, and, and, and that exacerbates the, the problem more often than not. So you're saying, let's be very clear, that so what you're saying is that meeting force with force is not the answer. It, it plays a, a limited role um, in, in, in containing the situation and, and, and you know, allowing that space to, to repair what's wrong and, and, and to address the real issues. Um, but it's certainly not, uh, as seems to be the case now, it, it, it's certainly not the solution. Uh, it, it's mm. a stopgap measure that, that should get us bias the time to, to get to the solutions, but, but it seems to be regarded as, as, as the all-encompassing panacea of, of the whole situation, and, and, and that's, that's terrible leadership. So, you know, you've mentioned something that I've been thinking a lot about this week. You talked about visible presence and about leaders being on the ground and being part of a visible presence. And I've been thinking a lot about how, I think it was Fana Titi, who is the, um, yes. the, the leader of Investec. And I, yeah. I, I read something that he said, and I think it was, my apologies, Mr. Titi, if it wasn't you, but it was <laughs> about how we really require our leadership to be visible. And... Um, I think he he suggested that, for example, President uh, Ramaphosa should, in fact, be addressing the nation every two or three days and not once a week or once every two weeks. And I thought that was a really 
I mean, once a week, good. If you can stick to once a week, President Ramaphosa, amazing. But if yeah. you could do it every three days or so, that how that resolves um, conflict is, is very powerful because it calms the temperature down. It, it, it calms the temperature down. It, it creates a, a space of... What we see on the streets are, are very often people who feel that they have no option. Mm. Um, no one is helping me. No one is listening to me. But if I see my leaders listening to me, trying, walking the streets in my neighborhood, um, calling for town hall meetings, meeting with our community leaders, trying to resolve things, then, then, then why would I then take to the streets and, 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 and resolve my issues that way? Yeah. But we're not. We have these irregular meetings. Um, we, we say the right things and, and we share a few platitudes on TV now and then, but, but that's not, that, that's not the, the best way to deal with, with complex, massive, um, cyclical conflict like we're going through at the moment. So another word that you just used a little earlier that, uh, of course, is a great flag is the, con- the word repair. Um, you know, we, we, conflict resolution is about repairing, about repairing relationships, about engaging and um, fixing. As, That's right. So, so how, how do we do that? How do we do that in our different spaces? I think that's that, that's where we need to to reinvent the wheel. Hmm. Not 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 so much the redo of what we've tried in the past. We we're criticizing reconciliation and quite rightly so. Um, but we are some groups and some individuals in our country are, are rejecting efforts at, at reconciliation because we've never done it the right way. We've never done it the way it should be done. And 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 then you know we we, we now we're now upset with the with the process. We, we regard it as a failed process, even though we've never done it the right way. That is why, as as we discussed last week, as a point of departure, we need to talk about what is reconciliation. Yeah. Um, we, we have different views of it. For example, I hear often in, in, in the last week, I travel quite a lot in, in KwaZulu and, and, and Johannesburg, and there's a perception in certain, in, in, in certain groups that reconciliation is now a stalling tactic um, to entrench the rights of, of certain groups. And, and, and reconciliation done the right way, correctly understood, is none of that. Um, if, if reconciliation means that you lose certain of your rights and, 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 and treasures, then so be it. That is part of what makes reconciliation yeah. difficult. But we, we, we're, not, we're not getting to, to those conversations. We, 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 we deal in cliches, we, we, we spin the same wheels, and then we're surprised at the same results decade after decade. You know, um, we, we've, this week we've seen Phoenix, we've seen the taxi violence and Noel has just sent her an SMS or a WhatsApp to say, as part of conflict resolution, how would you, you, Andre, resolve the going taxi war in Cape Town as commuters are on their own? Um, another, another very badly handled situation with respect um, to what I would do if, if I was involved in that. Um, yeah. Set up a, a little command centre and if you use modern conflict resolution techniques, you'd resolve it in a week. I'll put my money where my mouth is. It, it is to now, the, 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 the measures put in place is going to make it worse. 
You put your money where your mouth is and you say that if this was correctly um, engaged with it, if you set up a, uh, as you say, a kind of command center, you believe this could be resolved in a week? Yes. What would be critical, as, what would be critical that. to that? Speak to the right people, speak to the right leaders. I'm getting feedback from from. I can't say both sides. There's so many sides involved in this uh, on the ground, and I can I can assure you that what they want, what the groups want, uh, is not it's not being addressed. It, it's being, and and maybe understandably so. It's it's being you know it's it's, it's being addressed as as a as a riot situation, uh, as a as a, as a breaking the law um, situation, and 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 that's good and well, but. Um, that simply entrenches the the conflict. The the conflicts out there um, are bigger and wider than what 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 is being addressed at the moment, and and that is going to all these plans will will create a bit of safety for a while, um, maybe, um, and you know, putting just sweeping stuff under the carpet doesn't mean that you've resolved the conflict. Yeah, you, you've kicked the can down the road. And, and, and the taxi violence on, on those routes can be resolved relatively quickly if we address the real concerns, the underlying issues here. And it's not. We're dealing with the symptoms. As we're doing countrywide, we, we keep on dealing with the symptoms and we never get to the illness. So someone says conflict sometimes arises out of fear for one's own safety and threat to, sure. pro- and threat sure. to property. How can you deal with these real fears in a more constructive way? On the spur of the moment. On the spur of the moment. <laughs> if, if I understand the question correctly, it's if you don't have time and you, you have to yeah. deal with it right there. And then, well, you need to remove what we said throughout the series. We, we need to have a look at the source of the, the of the conflict. Why are you standing at your gate with a gun in your hand? Um, what is it that, that address those fears? Um, if you can. Um, and, and that is why, if, if we're talking about a real short-term situation, um, feet on the street, um, you'd, you'd have to remove the, the fear. Um, if, if we if, if we have a little bit more time, if, if that's a community problem, a community fear, then you need to address that fear. Why are you afraid of, of losing your property, losing your life? Um, as we've seen with the riots, um, you know, just, just always putting the a band-aid on, on the gunshot wound is, is never going to help. Um, all of the the, the the reasons for the riots, the reasons for farm attacks, they still exist. Yeah. And, and they're going to exist perpetually until we get to the sources of those problems. Andre, we don't uh, have time to go to my next question, but I'm going to um, la- raise it for you potentially for next week if I may. And and that's something that you tweeted this week, which was around um, uh, how you've recently done conflict resolution in an individual uh, personal capacity as opposed to conflict resolution with mm. organizations. And I think that the, there's something interesting there around how you deal with an organization or how you deal individually one-on-one. And if we can talk to that next time, that would be amazing. And why the one is exhausting and the other one is not. <laughs> Which one is exhausting? Oh, you don't have to tell us. We'll the take a guess. Is the family one more exhausting? <laughs> very much, very much so. Andre Falk, thank you so much for joining us. A conflict you, resolution specialist from the Conflict Resolution Centre. It's 9.30.